I just want to start from the outset to say that any decision we make today may change tomorrow. In order to have the best expert advice, we have commissioned... Supercoach 360. <laughs> the time's going up. It's recording. And now, ladies and gentlemen, time for the show. Mate, 100%. We need to find out why they think it's okay to say anything. It's certainly one of the greatest challenges in the history of the game. That's what they want to try and do. Megastar to megastar! In this regard, we're leaving every option on the table. Excellent. Oh, was that, buddy? something special! You know what? Uh, that's not talent. Oh. Supercoach 360! The best way to handle these things is to stay measured, stay calm, you know, live your life as normal. Unless we start finding it off the people... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Evening coaches, uh, NRL fans, and anyone else who's just tuned in for the evening, because we're probably the only ones left going. Um... Oh, we just we're just going to talk footy this week. Um, let me first just say congratulations to the winner of Supercoach. Forget the dude's name now. Sorry, dude, but good on you. Sorry, Timmy, for having to hand over the mantle. Um, but it's a thing we all know. It's hard to go back to back in Supercoach. Yeah, good year, Timmy. Here we are talking footy now. Last week's games, fellas, cracking games of football, uh, not all in all opinions, but to me, I think most of them are pretty good games of footy. Um, we'll start with the Parra-Penrith game. Uh, Juzzy, I know that's close to your heart, seen as you're a Penrith supporter. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I thought it was a great game of footy up until Mitch Moses probably left the field. For me, um, the kicking game on both of them, they were just... Had they were both going great, and then yeah, then that was the end of Mitch. Dang it, wrong. Penrith were getting on the front foot. They'd exposed Wanga Blake <laughs> heavily, and yeah, but it like all in all, it was a good game. Um, I think Penrith really showed, but they they're a cut above. Like they really are in front of the rest of the competition, for my my opinion. Um, Bellas, any use like to add on the game or um, I. Bagley remember parts of the game. Yeah. It was Friday night. Um I do remember Wong and Blake being tortured. Yeah. Um and Penrith just just said line speed, their intensity from start to finish. Like you just can't miss that. It's relentless and I don't know how they keep it up all year. It's crazy. I haven't seen anything like it even. Well, we talked about storm it. Teams and shit. Well, we talked about that. Like all them other teams, I think, in years gone by that we've looked at, have all been littered with older men as well. Whereas Penrith is just young. Like everyone in their side is just young. You remember, what, like I'm, I'm forty now. You remember what it was like to be twenty two, mate? Yeah. You know, you were fucking unstoppable. Granted, you, you didn't have the, probably the game skill, 
like as some of these twenty-eight-year-old men. But Nafe seems to have the no, cool not head. Not so much the skill, more the knowledge of the game. Yeah, and then you've got the nuances where they have do have their older men that swear it counts in the front up there where they need to have their their hard and stiffened men. And for me, they've they've got years and years of being there. It's now for the rest of the clubs to catch Pender from what they're doing under the Gus five-year, eight-year, twelve-year well, plan. Pender's job is keep them together because they're all all their salaries is going up and up and up and up. Well, well they've already lost some next year. Like Arpy Coruscant, you can't really replace him. Mitch, like no offense to Mitch Kenny, but Mitch Kenny doesn't have the same game as an Arpy Coruscant. So that's a massive loss to a Penrith side who's for the last three years relied on him heavily. Like yeah, he's a vocal point in there. So like, well, he picks the, he picks the, he picks and chooses the moments, and he doesn't. He rarely gets it wrong. Nah, you know he's, he, he's very smart. He knows where to go, and and that's how you get pick for Origin. Like you don't get pick for Origin on the bench when you're not needed. Like we had an eighty-minute hooker there, but still managed to get there just due to his football smarts, and that's what Freddie kept harping home. Like it's his football smarts, and didn't hurt that there was twelve other Panthers in the team. No, it didn't. <laughs> but you know what I mean. He is, he does have a good football. He does have a good football brain. Oh yeah, he's um, probably top three hooker. I think you know. So who's one and two? Harry won for me. Yeah, and then is Damo still on top, or is Reed Murray nah, there? No, nah, no. I got happy above both of them. Reese Robson for me. Brandon Smith. I'm he's, on a, he's probably third. I think Appy's probably gone to number two now. Now that I think about it. And Harry number one. Yeah, Harry. Harry's undoubtedly number one in my opinion. I think he's he's the Nathan of the halves. He's head and shoulders above the next. Yeah. Yeah. So from that from that game, um, did you take anything away from Parra? Do you think? If Mitch Moses doesn't play this week, uh, I don't know if Parra goes as well for me. Like once, once Mitch was gone, they were lost. Um, yeah. So, no offense to Brad Arthur's kid, but if if you were confident that Moses wasn't playing this week, then you were a betting man. You'd back the Raiders down at two dollars forty, or Moses' name, and Moses gets ruled out. You take Parramatta at three dollars and win both ways. Yeah, so you go home happy either way, don't you? Especially if you're a non-supporter. <laughs> uh, second game of the round. Do you have anything you just want to touch on? I'll touch on a couple of things later, but do you have anything you just want to touch on in that game? The Penrith Power, before we move on to the... Jazzy? Um, I know you got something to say about it. Well, I'm just cheering. How good was it having Nath back on the field, having a full-strength outfit out there? First time I've seen them play like that in six weeks. Hey. Look the goods, man. Good to see you need that game to knock the rust off. Well, for me, oh, that was me worry going into the game. That's what gave me half a sniff with Para. Um, what was worry? Well, I thought I thought Nafe having that five five. But he wasn't injured. Yeah, I know he wasn't, but still, you know, you still it's hard oh. to keep up. He was running just, plays just and me. watching them from the other side, straight up. He was just, telling them what place was, to run. He knew what in to my do. head. It was just you know how I get. <laughs> he was still training every day at yeah. the same intensity. He was just wasn't playing on game day. Yeah, well, I still expected him to take a bit of time to to get back into the groove, and he didn't. He he was there. He's a professional, man. Um, and yeah, the, like I said, good game for sixty minutes, and then the tables turned. Penrith ran away with it in the end. Um, Raiders storm now going into this game. I had a sniff of the Raiders. Um, well, you couldn't not with their record. I I had a sniff of the Raiders. Their forwards are dominant, um, and. They just work together as a team. They bring you to a sort of level, don't they? Like they're not 
the fanciest team. But well, they're just totally different team. They're gritty. Like, nobody really plays like the Raiders play. And the way Tarpany and Papa, especially Tarpany, have been going, it's once you can't stop that, it's hard to stop the rest following through. Yeah. Hudson Young's been scintillating for them. A big loss for him this week, though, will be Adam Elliott. Yeah. Um, massive loss for them. He sort of locked that shit down. But he's good through that middle with his defense, his ball play, and he knows when to run it to. He's yeah. been really effective down there. He'll be good for you next year, actually. I'll, I'll, I'll fancy nah, watch, him. Watch, watch, watch us bring him down to our level. Nah, he loves it. <laughs> he, loves, he loves the low levels. He'll bring us back up. He's in, he's in, he's in rebuild phase, but... Mm. Um, I know a lot of people out there are pretty happy to not see Melbourne even in contention. Um, well, me- the first 15 minutes or so, Mel- it was just Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne. They were dominating, they were down in their line. The Rays kept holding them out. A few bad decisions by Melbourne helped the cause. And and then the Tarpany offload, Jack White, and, yeah. and old mate scored under the post. Tomoko or whatever. Yeah, Tomoko, that's right. Not on the post, in the corner, yeah. getting off Munster. Yeah. And then Storm went bang, bang. And I thought, oh, yeah, here we go. Yeah. We're on here, and then the Raiders fought back, got back in front, and then Big Nell scored that try just after half time, I think it was. Yeah. And I thought, oh, all right, Melbourne going to run away with here. And then there was a contentious decision on the Munster bomb where I think it was Tomoko chasing through. Yeah, yeah. No, Sebastian Chris, I think it was, chasing through. He, in my opinion, it was a penalty, especially going off the one in the first half where Melbourne got penalised for, which was not a penalty. Yeah. And then, yeah, then, then Raiders scored, and then they scored again. It was all over for Melbourne, unfortunately. Yeah, so a couple of, um, they lose a few this year, so that'll be another different different Melbourne side next year to have a look at. But they, they lose a few, but well, a lot of people forget that They've got no Pappenhausen at the moment. They've got no Christian Welch, who's top five front rower in the game. Remus yeah. Smith, he's a big part of the defence on that side and their attack too. Like They're missing some big players in that team. Yeah. And then the next game, you got anything on that game that you just, you just wanted to discuss? Just I, I just love what the, way, what the Raiders are doing and the way they're riding at the moment. I'm, I'm thinking about getting on. Yeah. Let's go Canberra. Can you keep going? That's the thing. Can they keep going? Ricky's pretty good at keeping them G'd up. It's just... Yeah. They... You know, as long as the game doesn't get away from Canberra, they're always in it, I well, feel. I think they're the team that will trouble Penrith most if they get there. Because they're the most unpredictable team. Yeah. But... All the other teams, I think Penrith just shut down. Yeah. Well, that comes to the next game. <laughs> Of the other top top four teams, um, Cows and the Sharks. Absolutely loved it. High-scoring game. I have to admit I did pass out at halftime, did wake up for Golden Point, passed back out during Golden Point. <laughs> uh, don't really, didn't see the second half, but the first half was a good half of football. I uh, really enjoyed what they put up. It was, it was finals football, you know. It was good. Oh, it was, I, I don't think, I've, I'm the other way. I don't think it was traditional finals football at all, I, there was no defense in the game. It was just a shootout. It was great entertainment, awesome to watch, but neither of them are going to get away with that shit against Penrith. No, that, not against Penrith. That's what Penrith. I was thinking. I was like, how 
How's this style of footy from either of these sides going to break through the defensive lineman of Roosters, Storm, Penrith? I think Souths might be able to compromise their defensive line enough to let those tries in, but I can't say the other three. And then the other two just dropped out this weekend out of nowhere. Storm and Roosters gone. Couldn't have predicted it. Well, to Crazy. Be, to be fair to the cows, just hand it to Penrith now. To be fair to the cows, I don't think it's that easy. They've been a great defensive side all year. Absolutely. Um, for me, I, I think they've just thrown caution to the wind and just played some footy, and it's come up trumps for them on the weekend. Look, the points did get scored by the Sharks. Let's be honest. Like it got to thirty. 30 points, you know, both both teams scored 30-odd points. 32-30, I think it is. Yeah, it was. But, um, so, yeah, there's definitely holes to fix, but the Cows have been, a, they're, 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 they're the sneaky for me. They can definitely defend their way. Well, in my opinion, if they can let in 30 against the Sharks, who aren't anywhere near as crisp and dangerous as Penrith in attack. Yeah. yeah. And Penrith, Penrith aren't going to let the team score. 30 More than 14, points. 16 points for the rest of this year. So if you're going to let in 30, you ain't beating Penrith. Yeah. And um, anything in that game, we'll chat about some shit later. But the next game, Chooks and the Bunnies. Uh, look, for me, I didn't mind the game. I thought the ref, standard referee, which we'll go into next, will segue on in. But for me, it was a good game. Like, it was a brutal game of football. Like, people were just into it, but. It got taken overboard by the end, like it was. It was a fast by the 80th minute. If you catch me drift, that by the 80th, oh, by the 60th, by the 12th, it was a fucking fast. It was an absolute shame. Yeah, but no, it just got all the way just, through. Yeah, it got I think worse. we have like 130 minutes to play 80 minutes of football, and then uh, and then let's let's be real. There, Ashley Klein has got another gig this week. Um, fuck knows how, where. Hey. Or he, one? He, I don't know. He's he's refing one of the games. I've seen someone do a post about it. Um, don't know how he's refing another game this week after he's tossed up that. But oh, I'm not the boss, so. But yeah, lucky Ashley. What did you think of that game? Like, what do you think? I thought it was just absolute schmo. I think it's one of the worst games of football I've watched in a long, long time. I just could not enjoy one facet of it. This the stop start, the people laying down trying to get penalties, people getting sent off for touching someone on the face. Well, it was just, it just frustrated the fuck out of me, and I just it was really really hated watching it. It wasn't a good advertisement. No, it was horrible, horrible in my opinion. But some people loved it. Yeah, there was physicality. Yes, it was tough, but. It was just a shit fight. All right, well, I would just... We touched on refs a second ago. Refereeing from the weekend, fellas. Um, Parapenrith game. Not too many contentious calls there. I think there was one or two that could have went either way, but I think the refereeing was good there. Raider Storm, I felt the refereeing wasn't too bad there. Well, there was two. There was that first half challenge where Melbourne legitimately challenged. I think it was Nick Meaney legitimately challenged for the ball, got penalised. And then the second half, Munster challenged for the ball. Chris sold it absolutely fucking, sorry, absolutely almost perfectly in my opinion, but he contested the ball, but he wasn't looking at the ball by the time the ball hit Munster. He was just, he was just there to be a 
Yeah, so um, do you know who ref that game? Can't oh, remember. Yeah. And then, Jazzy, you get any contentious calls that you've seen over the weekend? Nah. So, yeah, for me, it was just Ash Corns. He lost control of the game. Like, the other refs have been going all right. Uh, Grant Atkins. See, well, that, that's my most disappointing part in that game. I, I heard who was in the bunker, and it was Grant Atkins. So he started this whole landslide of schmozzle with that sending Victor Radley off for the punch. Yeah. So and that's it. it just I mean, went that, downhill that, from there. That really was the moment that started it all. You don't think that was worthy? Oh, no, he nah, didn't punch nah. him. Yeah, I didn't punch like, him either. Nah, he but, made a fist, but... Yeah, he thought about it. He almost did, and then... Good sense got the it. better of him. Well, it kind of did, and he... He pushed the knuckles into his face, but it wasn't a punch. Yeah. But anyway, it's it's one of them things. We'll, we'll move on to refs into the next bit, like milking and grub tactics. Like, it's become a, a bit of a joke. We're playing for the bunker this year, boys. That's That's the problem. I mean, you've watched the game all year, and it's literally if you lay down, then the bunker might give you something. Latrell, stone cold, just put the ball on the ground in front of him. Yeah, At yeah. one point in that Roosters match. Like, I get it. It was a physical game. I mean, yeah, he knew he'd been knocked in the head, but... He's got to wait for the whistle. Yeah, that's it. And he didn't. He was being told to play the ball, and he just knelt there, put the ball in front of him. Should have been a knock-on. Straight, straight away. away there and then. You can't... Let him play, put the ball on the ground, and stop. Took call time off because what? He wasn't even hurt. Like he was just sitting there waiting for the penalty. Well, there's other instances as well that shit me as well when they like. Granted, I know there's got to be a, there's got to be a way that you can sort of approach the ref at a different point rather than deliberately stopping the game. You know what I mean? Like you see the way they just lay all over it, looking at the ref, waiting for him. To blow the penalties for the challenge, like uh, backfired on the bunnies yeah. actually the other night because it was a ruck infringement or something. I can't remember exactly yeah. what it was for, but for me, that's virtually as bad as a professional foul. He should have probably copped a tenner for that. Well, um, if you so, if so, you do so it, if you do it wrong earlier on in the year and said, if you're gonna hold people down and go for the challenge if you're unsuccessful expect to go to the bin yeah it should be a thing it should be a thing and the other night I don't know if it was because it was Latrell Mitchell doing it or whatever the ref just it didn't even contemplate to him no we can't send people off in finals games so it would have ruined that game if we sent him off well, you, you can't do much. Then, all right. Well, what about what about the grub tactics? With like we know Rhea Hargraves and Big Nelson. They 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 run the fine like they're the fine line enforcer fellas for their particular clubs. But the last couple of weeks, I've seen the exact same thing happen, and it was a no result for Nelson. Right when he he had his arm around someone's head and slammed slammed it into the ground, and now Jared Weir Hargraves getting three weeks. For Gobs. doing that, um, absolutely gobsmacked. For me, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, it, we, we, granted, there was force in it, there's malice in it, but we're playing a man's game. Well, I, I looked at it, and I, I didn't see anything, anything in that at all. 
Not one thing. I didn't know. I don't even see why. Well, he, well he's got case to answer. He's got three weeks for it. So someone well, out there I, said aren't no. Aren't you allowed to put someone heavily down on the ground? Not the way he did. Not first. Not it, it wasn't head first. You put him down on his back. He had his arm on his chest and slammed him down on the ground. Yeah. Like, Big Nels, to your point, has his elbow in people's faces. Yeah. Comes down and cracks him. Well, I've seen him all fine, virt- virtually headlock a bloke the other week and drop straight down. And, oh, mate, he, don't get it wrong, body hit the ground first, but head fucking hit the ground pretty hard with force. And it was just the reverse of what where Hargraves did the other night. No case to answer. Well, my, my biggest question is, aren't the fans watching this week? Did the fans just only tune in for Parramatta Penrith week one? Well, that was bullshit. Are we still... Oh, here we what? go. The Taylor well, Mace suspended well, what, suspension. What? So what? The fans don't deserve to watch Thomas Burgess and Jerry Hargraves play. Jerry's not playing. But because... Why? Because they don't play for Penrith and they're not... Because they did pretty much what they species. did. But they did it during a game, which you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to do it in public either. Surely it's a worse image for a bloke... Pick coming up from behind, slamming someone to the ground. A little fella too. He wasn't even big. Then a big fella slamming another big fella into some grass. Yeah, look, there was no attempted diplomacy by May. I'll give you that. For me, he's in the... uh, For me... There was definitely excessive force used by May. And he wasn't even involved. It had nothing to do with him. He shouldn't... Yeah, he's a grub. For me, someone should... I mean, we don't don't know what was said to Nathan at that point, but... there might have been some words uttered about Tyro May. Yeah, probably. Without but realising Taylor was around the, the corner. Well, the, we don't know the full story is all I'm the saying. The worst part is old mate gets thrown to the ground and security pick him up and boot him out. I don't think... <laughs> like I said, might have been starting trouble, boys. I don't think suspended sentence should be allowed in the sport at all. I well, don't what, think there should be even a fucking When have we ever had a suspended sentence in rugby league? This is the first time. When will we ever have a suspended sentence in rugby league again? None. I don't think we will. Well, for me, you know what? If I was the Roosters last week, I would have just told Lindsay Collins to rock out of his kit bag and said, you're playing, bro. And and when someone disputed it, I said, no, we'll just fucking deal with it. The like, fans want to see it, Lindsay. We, we will deal with it round one, round seven, and round nine next year. <laughs> where we fucking pick and choose. <laughs> oh, we don't we're playing want the Tigers, the Knights, and the Warriors. Eh? Well, <laughs> that be, you just get a chance to rest your stars and yeah, periodicals right. that are good for you. Go get a suspension, lad. <laughs> You know, Get five off. weeks. We could really use it in our plan. It's gonna, yeah. It's 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 open to can of worms for me. He's got to shut that real quick. Um, he should have reneged on talent. He should have sent him an SMS and said, "Sorry, dude, I've got some backlash." I understand. You're not playing, and then he'd be cheering well, because I, he wouldn't be injured and suspended this week anyway. Yeah, injured and suspended. This right? is probably the worst call Sir Pete's ever made, rugby league wise. Oh, it's a fucking blunder. Ah, uh, it's like, massive. For me... Massive. Yeah, you can't just do that anymore, man. The day of best running up and manhandling someone in the street, doesn't matter who you are, whatever. You can't do it, man. What, he gets special exclusion because he's fucking teams playing finals football. And what? Really, who wants to see Talon May play? We're all there for Nath if we're watching Penrith, aren't we? Oh, yeah, they watch Nath, happy... Top Blue eye, kick out. Toe with the double. No. Ma- May's probably 
maybe top 10 in the starting 13. Yeah, if that, <laughs> you know, like he can be dead last. <laughs> I don't want Dylan Edwards either. He might have Leota and... I mean, he was one up from Charlie Stain, so remember, that's the guy who they usually bring in to replace him. So, yeah, look, just that was, that was stupid. That was, that was a farce. Now, just quickly, um, oh, Brad's done a question. So, Saxy, you want to pull them up soon? Um, now, oh, this is just me personally. You boys can either agree or disagree. I feel free to chime in at any time if I overstep a boundary or anything. But no, we're not doing it, are we? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Latrell's double standards. Now, for me, I, I, I don't like his double standard, the way he's come out and said, I want to be the entertainer, I want to do this, but don't boo me. Like, it's part of the game, man. I can understand if people are yelling out heinous and bad shit, but someone just booing you because you play for another team has got nothing to do with anything else except well, for the fact that you for play the for another team. the team that you left. That's right. For bigger money. And, After smashing and f- their star player in the face last year. So, it's for me, he's... He's done it a bit wrong. I don't know. It, I don't know if there's more of a story to it or that. But for one week to be coming out when everyone's clapping and cheering you, and you want to be the entertainer, you want to be the face of the rabbits and and the superstar. That granted, he is. He's he's probably in career best form at the moment as well. Um, right off that, but to then a week later because you've then gone to Alliance after a massive week in the media as well of. Um, how it's the Roosters' home ground, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, like, they had more Roosters people turn up there than they've ever seen before. Someone must have, like, done rent-a-crowd or something and just put people in Roosters' jerseys because there was a sellout crowd. I think there was, what is it, 40-odd thousand stadium, the new one? Sellout crowd. You're going to get booed at a non-home game champ. Like, it's one of them things that it happens, Against mate. your arch rivals. That's right. And, and it, just, it just shit me that he come out and said, oh, rah, 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 I can't handle this. What? It's like, well, fuck off, mate. You want to be clapped and cheered one week, but when you're up against your cross town, like, you can literally walk from one joint to the other. I'm a booer. I sit in my lounge room and boo. New South Wales running out. Every year at Origin. I can vouch for this. He I, also stands up for the I, National Anthem yeah, on Anzac Day. I used to sit there and boo Andrew Johns, my favourite player of all time, every time he wore a Sky Blue jersey. Without hesitation. Not because I hated him. Because he was playing against my team. And guess how many... And he's an absolute superstar who worries the out of me. Guess who gave zero shits about you booing? Andrew Johns. Andrew Johns. And and this isn't just a Luttrell problem, all right? I've, I've singled Luttrell out just because he's probably been in the media the most about it. Like, this is a dead set younger people problem. Um, they've got this sense of, like, oh, clap me, but don't don't upset me, you know? Like, remember when we used to get, and you got a third place, and then no one got nothing. These kids grew up getting ninth place participation awards because they had a go that day. You know, it's 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 the different mindset. Well, you knew we knew we were fucking losers. You know what I mean? Imagine, we were not champions of the sport. We were not this. We were not that. So we had to go on and find better things to do. These people are told they're great up until the point that they then go shit. You know, it's one of them things. Uh, imagine growing up, and no matter what you do, you always get a pat on the back, say "Good work, son." Instead of sometimes when you need that smack on the bum. 
getting a smack on the bum. You, I don't think you're heading down the right path if everyone's just patting you on the back all the time saying, well done, you're going great. Sometimes you need that smack on the bum to put you back on track. Well, how are these people going to get that when they well, I'm not saying you need a smack on the bum. But well, some of these young blokes are on good money at 16 and 17 through scholarships and their parents are getting given houses to make sure they play for clubs and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't happen. It does, man. But it, Surely you, not. You're catching me drift. Like, anyway, it's just, yeah. It's it's the generation. They're going to need to snap it out. Otherwise, you're if not going to be able praise, to say you take shit. The you're not going to be able to say shit at the football because you might upset that guy over there. He's going to get upset if you go, fuck, shh, 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 don't say shit. Don't boo. Don't clap. Oh, you can clap. We like claps. But don't boo. Don't yell out nothing negative because these kids today can't fucking handle it. Go away. Be like a tennis match. Shits me, bro. Shits me. Um, all right, just to break up, just to, have you got any? But you want to to defend on? kids today, it's not all kids. No, it's the one that didn't get beaten. So look out, Reg. No, it's. I'm beating you. <laughs> Some kids don't have thick skin. Some kids are sensitive. Like, you can't help that. And yeah, huggers. Not so. That's how they feel. That's how they feel. But I don't think you can tell. Any fan that they don't have the right to boo at the football. No way, not if you've paid your money and shit. Don't get me wrong, you can't say vile and heinous stuff. Because no. we've even got upset with people at dogs games that have carried on in front of children and stuff like that. It's just like... It yeah, was well, just, Mitch just, wanted to punch those that's guys That's right, up. yeah, that time. Like, Mitch was going to punch <laughs> them guys up. With, Lucky those guys. You know? <laughs> and it was because of the things they were saying. And you know what? Let me tell you this. The Milky Bar Kid, now that's what we used to call the dude in front of us, like... And he was like, world's most extreme dad as well. I think that's what else we used to call him as well. Because he was just like, they were amped, mate. You know what I mean? They were cheering. Like, Intense. Yes. And, and and when you were on, mate, they were up and booing and rah, rah. These other people took it too far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Saying the things. That's it. There's a now, lot. Grant, I'm that guy as well. Like, don't get me wrong. That's why I had to get off the piss. Because I was the guy people were looking at. Well, I heckle kickers. Yeah, well, you really had to do but that. I only just yell out their name at them. Yeah, well, you know what? I've seen you heckle. It's, it's very, it's very much like, oh mate, if that bothers old mate, far out. You know, well, Brian that night at Penrith. Yeah, that was a good one. But yeah, anyway, it's just for me, they're gonna have to thicken these kids skin up. Otherwise, we'll be playing in qu- quiet play stadiums. Unless you're on the winning team, then you can have oh, a clap. But once, once we turn it to Oz tag, anyway, there won't be crowds turning up to watch. So it won't matter. Now, just have you got any questions up? And, can you get them questions out? Um, just doesn't matter. Anyway, just to break it up a little bit from footy, we're going to talk a little bit of NFL. Now, Connor and I have joined a sports deck dream team thing with yep. the NFL. It's an NFL fantasy. It's an open league. Have you created any leagues? Uh, Teddy hooked us up in a league. Yep. Am I in a league? I don't think you joined because you started today. I didn't join. Sorry, Teddy. Um, yeah, sports deck, it's NFL fantasy, it's pretty much Supercoach NRL. Yeah. Copied almost identically. I hope I don't get in trouble saying that. Who cares? Um oh, well, I don't want it cancelled, but I like it. Oh yeah. Um yeah, if you like your American sports, you can do the NFL. Sports have a deck. look at it. Sports deck dream team. Yeah, looks pretty good. I joined today, I am a week behind, so I'm coming last again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, standard. But yeah, um, did you get him up, Jazzy? Alright. Now, Brado. Brado's asked, 
A great question. Um, so I know there's going to be some eyebrows raised. So I might go to you first, Jazzy. With I don't son. know who either of these people are. Go to Con. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so with Bevan French killing it in the Super League and returning to play for the Knights, should some clubs be looking at Joe Field? Currently leading the Man of Steel, one of the league's biggest meter eaters, he would fit in nicely at one of the clubs desperate for a halfback. Never had a real shot here as he was very young still. Thoughts? Thoughts on these? A lot of nice picking up Bevan French. Yeah, where do you play Bevan? A bit of strike. Do you play him at fullback? He's playing fullback over there. Honestly, yes. Yeah, what, put Pong at six and just deal with it? Might have to. Yeah. Um, Because... If you bring him over, you're just going to waste him, throw him on the wing. Is Bevan French a six? He'd be pretty old now. Possibly. Um, I would prefer to keep Kalen at one, yeah. ideally. Um, but Jai Field, I don't feel he's a NRL quality number seven. I think his style of game, the way he likes to play, suits Super League to a T. Hence why he's a meter eater and leading the steal. Because there's just no defense over there. It's yeah, yeah it's, it's very open. And if he comes back and tries to play that over here, I don't think it'll work. But I feel he could come back as a six outside a good seven and be that running five eight, dangerous kind of like a Dylan Brownish. He's got speed. He's got footwork. He's got agility. He's got ball game. Yeah, he's so I feel he could come over and make a good six. Yep. Not a seven. Yeah. And you know nothing of either of these dudes. No. One used to play for Para and the other one used to play for the Dragons. Uh, all right, Saxy, whoever placed the lowest. Oh, that's your phone. I was wondering how the fuck do I get a big crack through there? It's not mine. Um, whoever placed lowest from you blokes should be doing a shoey. Give the people what they want. Now, it was me. And I don't want to put Coke in my shoe. Um... But if we do a podcast, oh, I think oh, it's asked every year and we haven't done it. So. I will do a shoey next week for you, Saxy. Well, we, that means we have to get Louis on board next week because Jazzy is on an international I'm travel away. visa. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, if Louis can commit to next week, Saxy, you've got yourself a shoey, mate. I will do it for you. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, Tom's just pull on drunk one night. He'll do it. Yes, he'll do it anyway. Yeah, it's he. Why not? Love you, work, Saxy. All right, All now. I'm saying it's 10 to 1 Friday night. He gets a message, oh, you get a shoey. I'm going out to buy a brand new pair of $20 fucking shoes to pay him up before I do a shoey. I'll do it out of your old work boot. Let, all right, let me just say this as well. This week's games, fellas, are predictions. This week we have Para Raiders. Can Para do it with no Moses? Nah. Well, we don't know if there's no Moses yet. If, no, I'm if, just asking if, the question. If Moses is there, I reckon I rate Parramatta to do it because I think Parramatta would do a die at this point. Yeah. Well, they are doing a die. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in in terms of in a club sense too, no, I just feel yeah. like they're at a bit of a crossroads. Um. Yeah, this might be their chance to sort of actually go all the way. They're they're a damn good team. They have been all year. Um. And on with you, cracking game. Up until the 60th minute. Once Moses went down, different kettle of fish. It was like the Roosters game. Different kettle of fish once Teddy went down. Just 
different. It was just like, oh, yeah, I don't think they're going to have the punch. And they didn't. Even without Elliot, I'm back in the Raiders' pack to get over the Eels' pack and win, really win comfortably too, I think. I, I just think, it, well, even if Moses plays. Yeah, doesn't matter. No effect. I don't know, man. Campbell Gillard and Junior Paulo sort of, they didn't have their greatest of nights against Penrith, I guess. Like Junior Paulo up against Papa Lee is always good too because there's that burning Queensland, New South Wales thing going between them. Well, they, uh, Paulo used to be his forward partner down there for a bit. Yeah, so that's that's it. That's it. They know each other. They're mates. Yeah. Um, so, th- so they've got a history together. I think it's going to be a, if if Mitch Moses plays. I think the halves are probably just a little bit better. But Paris, uh, Raiders forward packs unreal at the moment. Them. Them two boppers. So I, I don't know if you'd say their halves are better. I think their halves are extremely different. More organised. Fogarty's, yeah, steer you around. Adam Reynolds type, get you to where you need to be. Solid kicking game, not strong. Moses, runner. Yes, organises a little bit, not as much, I don't think. Great kicking game. Can put it 40 metres in the air and kick it 50 metres Long at the same time, it's unreal how he can do that. Yeah. Um, and then Dylan Brown, he's that elusive step in. Don't know what the hell you're going to get, kind of thing. And Jack White's just straight through your front door. I'm coming. Yeah. Stop me if you can. But all effective in their own ways. But yeah, I think he's completely different. So and you're on the you're on the, the Raiders, Raiders forward pack and get the Raiders halves in a better position. You know, I'm jumping on the Raiders for Dick. Jumping on the Raiders for Dick. Let's go, Dick. Who are you jumping on? Jumping on Para. Para? Yeah. Mm, any reasons why? Or? I, like I said, I just think they've got it in a man. Yeah. I think they've been a solid team all year, and I think they've still got the strength to be able to do it. I think Moses is the difference there. With Jacob so no Arthur, Moses, you're not, not going to yield? Nah, or? I reckon Raiders will topple them, just because Jacob Arthur can't do the job that Moses does. And like you saw with Cleary coming back to the Panthers, if what they do is... If, a highly specialised job. A hypothetical situation. You are Brad Arthur for a minute. Mitch Moses, no good. Do you play... What's his name? That Jacob Arthur. Young Arthur. Jacob. Or do you switch Dylan Brown, who's not a natural seven by any stretch, and no, play out change a, the team a in Maddo, any other way. A Maddo at six or a Cartwright at six or no. something. I'm, I'm probably going to look to see if Melbourne will loan me Jerome Hughes or Brisbane will loan me Adam Reynolds for a week. I think you had to pull the deal before final started. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the that's the yeah. trick there. Right, well, just guess I'm just following it and back me son in, mate. Let's yeah. go, Jacob. I don't think he's got another option. Yeah, I just think maybe just to toughen it up, like just just to harden up the line a bit, you could easy just put Maddo in at six and then. Well, would it, you wouldn't be shocked, maybe if they open up the first twenty five minutes with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't like Maddo starting at all. He could be asleep any time in the first 15. Yeah, he's asleep any time. It's a bit, yeah, but it's a bit too much, that opening stanza for him, you know what I mean? He's No offence to the bloke, it's just not him. He's better he's off coming. He's got a class one. He's better off coming in 60 to go. <laughs> there you go, mate. <laughs> the punch is out of it. That's his sweet spot. Sweet That's spot. just where he's at, you know, good on it. Look, everyone's different. Jazz Devonga used to be gun off the bench. Like, we used to have him in our sides, even though he was on the bench. Especially that first couple of years. All right, the second game, Sharks Bunnies, bit bit different of a game. Uh, Ninety three minutes for the Sharks. Big, like, 
big game, I guess. A lot went on. And then the Bunnies. Missing Tom Burgess and had a massive game as well. Probably saw as... Oh, Milne didn't get suspended? No. Nah. No? Nah? Doesn't look like it. Oh, I haven't checked. Yeah, I, thought I, that check, mi- I checked team list. I don't think there's anything about Milne. I thought that Milne shot where he come off his wing and smacked old mate was probably the worst. The one he got, sent he got sent. He got Simi yeah. for it. That's probably seen as sufficient. After mm-hmm. the, you know what? After the night they had, they all probably should have got a pass. Even Tom Burgess. At the end um, of day, sorry to backtrack, but let's just fuck the bunker off out of gameplay, and let's let the match review committee do their job and catch the shit the referee didn't catch during the game after the fact. Yeah, yeah. There's no point. Putting someone on a report 40 metres down the field, that's gone, like it's long gone. Yeah, anyway. Oh. Yeah, all right. Yeah. But, yeah, so in that game, you see fourth coming in that game, fellas. It's do or die for all these sides. So, And then who who plays who next week? So if Power Raiders, who goes to play who? Power Raiders go to Townsville, play the Cowboys. So that's the good game. That's the game you want. Ideally. Yeah. Well, you probably don't. If you don't have to play Penrith to win the comp, you'd be happy. Yeah. Yeah, well, in saying that, yeah, that's the Bunny Sharks. That means the Bunnies could definitely can't make the grand final if they can't topple Penrith. So. Well, it's at Allianz too, which is one of South's home grounds. Yeah, yeah. So, Sharks is the home team playing at South's home ground. Yeah. Um, this this is a tough one. I think trying to get a gauge off where the Sharks are at finals was last week is tough. Yeah. Rabbitohs prime, they're ready. They showed up for the 140 minutes of football that they played last week. A lot of bullshit in the game, though. That's fucking... Yeah. Um, I don't know about this one. Tough one. I think Nico gets him. I think Nico gets him home, eh? I like Nico and what he does there. Manukin's free to play. So it should be. He's owed a few weeks. Oh, Dale. (laughs) 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 They should owe him a few weeks, the poor bastard. Uh, Well, I like what Rudolph and. uh, Royce Hunt. Yeah. The one starting the game. Yeah. Coming through with um, Panukin. Uh, and Cora is just killing it on that edge. He's going back to his first year kind of form, running those great lines, scoring tries. Yeah. Killing it. Um, and then McKenna's coming off the bench. He's just been dynamite. Well, you got to remember what Cam McKinnis is. He's, he's a grand final winning hooker. Was. You know, he's gone, he went to the Dragons and he was probably their best player they had by a fucking mile. And he's, then got... Let go, <laughs> and then ended up at the Sharks on the bench. Um, I don't know if it's a fall from glory, but he's fucking in some great touch. Oh, I, I think he went there with all intentions to sign, play thirteen till Dale. And, yeah, they happened to get Dale, and he did his ACL the year before, so he couldn't cement that thirteen jersey for himself. Yeah, otherwise Dale probably would have been number ten this year. Yeah, yeah. So he's had to work his way back into it and. I think he's done awesome. I think he adds... Well, I had him... Okay, sorry. Well, I'd, I didn't have him as a effective attacking player at all. So he's just attacking machine. That's it. That's what he does. Does a hit up. Makes his eight metres or whatever. That's it. But 
This year, yeah, he showed that he does have a bit of flair with the football. He can score some tries. He's got some footwork and deception in him. Yeah. Well, before I forget as well, just while we're talking, um, the Supercoach SC Hub on the Discord are running a Supercoach final series. I know you're a week behind now, but the boys have put something together. I'm in there. I've had Teddy as a captain last week, full crippled me. But doing still, I'm in the middle of the pack, so holding holding solid for us. Hopefully, get up there this year. Well, why would you not captain Nathan? Because I thought that was going to be a high score, point scoring game, to be honest. Remember, he thought Nathan might have had some rust on. Oh, that's right. From the five weeks off. Why yeah, I did. You, why would you not captain Nico? Well, Nico was uh, Nico. I, we only get to pick one one half back, and Nico. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you can't pull back. Oh, you no, Teddy. you can't. No, it's not. It's not. It's not, not like that. Oh, it's, okay. It's where they've all played all right. yeah, year. There's yeah, no jewel. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, so I went Nico over, over Naif as well in the halfbacks. That's a bit of a pod move. Who outscored? Oh, Naif, Naif beat him by twenty something points, which wasn't a great hit. But if your captain has forty. Yeah, but I didn't go Captain Teddy for like, no, whatever Naif you got. Naif, Naif and captain. As but well. yeah, so if you're looking for something to do and you. Yeah, um, just want to get your fix on before Supercoach goes away. Still a couple of weeks left. And you don't want to watch it do NFL. And yeah, you don't want to do NFL, jump on. And the dudes on the, the Hub Discord, is they're just just good dudes. Like, you get on there, you have a chat Shout with them. Shout out Dr. Kane. Oh, all of them. The Pool Man, Tool Man, uh, Alex. I was on uh, cool Dragon man. Bill. Pool Man, Tool Man. You can be Cool Man if you get over there fast enough. <laughs> Um, Dragon Bill Dragon Bill's actually the bloke who's running it I did a podcast with them last week They sort of tried to break it down for me Because I oh know I'm a bit slow So do they um, But yeah so Look it's something It's interesting It's been a little bit fun At the moment I'm sitting mid-pack So hopefully this week I can pick a captain At this point It's going to be Nico Probably Or Luttrell Me if I jump on there, if you if you were hypothetically playing this week, boys, who would you pick as a captain out of the Power Raiders game or the Sharks Bunnies game? In case any Discorders are listening, trail. You jump on the trail. Yeah, I like both your suggestions, trail. Yeah, I can see uh, that being another high-scoring game. Yeah, I think that'd be a shootout. Um, I can see if the Raiders get on a bit of a run and they Parramatta go into their shell, I can see them putting on a number two. Like, so yeah, it's up to Parramatta. Definitely be picking Hudson Young in my team and captaining him. If Moses is out and Arthur's in. Oh, definitely, definitely. You on point there, thank you, Con. <laughs> I might just do that now. Uh yeah, Juzzy you got anything? Con you got anything? Um, I think Juzzy wanted to talk about some Jelly M predictions and Oh yeah, well let's see with Jelly M's around the corner. I was thinking why don't we uh dive into who we think's gonna win rookie Our of the team year. Of the year. Yeah, we we can do our team yeah. of the year position by position. Um, rookie of the year, but rookie of the year too. I was thinking about a few of the other categories they got. Taylor May, does he get it? I, I think I think he's a, he'd be eligible. Is it is I, it a good I, year? I'll probably give it a Tago, Tango over yeah. May just because he's played the whole season. Yeah, and he has been consistent throughout. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd have um, to say that. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, like what other rookies can you think that have really had? Oh, Jeremiah Nanai has to be up there. See, no, he's play, he played last, last year. year. I, I think he's in contention for the Dally M one. Yeah. 
Who? Nanai. Nanai. I think he played a few games. Yeah, I know, but I'm pretty sure he's in contention for Valley M1. this is his first year of starting the last year, it's just... You know what I mean? If like, he's in contention, he's a walk-up star. Yeah, that's what he's it. done this year has been phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, to go play Origin and shit at what nineteen? Seventeen tries or something as a back rower in Cobo? nineteen games or something. No, he hasn't he, played enough for me. Nah, me nah, either. Beckel. Tango's got it over him. And then I've played a lot of the season as a starting back rower. Yeah, I'm um, trying to think of someone we might have missed. Uh, we'll come back if you think of one. Who's your fullback of the year? Teddy. Teddy? Yeah, it'd have to be Teddy because Papi's been out. Look, I'm on Teddy as well, but fucking special mention Dylan Edwards this year. Um, He he deserves special mention every year. He's never going to get the accolades that the superstars are going to get, but he's one of the top three most solid and consistent fullbacks you'll ever meet in your life. What are you hanging on over there, Penrith? Like, he's never going to get the accolades over the Trells, the Turbos, the Teddies, Pappenhausens, and stuff like that. But what he does every week, week in, week out for that team, cannot be undersold at all. Yeah, see, I think you'd vote him a full fullback of the round for it, almost every round, though. No way, Teddy. No way. Teddy, in my opinion, gets No, like, if you had to round. do, like, a top three each round, I don't know how these position of the year ones are actually Well, it's, got, on. it's going off Dally M's. So it's a three-two-ones every oh, week just, for that uh, team. Okay. So yeah. yeah, he gets hurt by Nathan, Yo, Appy, Kicks, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. To- yeah, wingers, May, Tongo, yeah. Tongo. Yeah, pretty much anyone in the team can take points off anyone in that team. So Critter, Critter's probably no, even Nathan's this week. Susceptible to Yo, Fisher, Harris. Yes, man. Like Eves, like that's the man. It's it's a free for all over there for Dally M points. So, I, yeah, I think Trell 2.0 would be, but he hasn't played enough games. If, yeah, if he, tre- if he started round one and played all the way to round, at least only missed four games or something. If, I, if he played at the level he's been playing since he came back, this, like, new fit thing. Have you guys, has he always kicked so lazily? Yeah. yeah. Like, his yeah. style is so lazy, it, but it, he's, he's improved his accuracy his football for sure. Has just always been he's like country that, boy. That's, that's his attitude to life, man. That's just how he goes he's, about his business. I've just, I've just noticed it recently. And his it attitude to kicking is so lazy. Nonchalant. But yeah, 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 that's it. Like, he's got a really easy, relaxed motion, but he gets so much power out of doing that like properly. He can kick a ball. Do we name two I wingers? I reckon mean with a golf yeah. club too. Do we name two wingers so of the year? So we're all great on Teddy. Yeah, I yeah. reckon Teddy's got it. Lock wingers in. of the year? Ooh. Um, so I'm locking Ruben Garrick in. No way. Even though he played fullback. No way. Suwali for me, gets one. I think Suwali <sighs> has been awesome what he's done this year. If Nenai's not in contention for rookie of the year, Suwali's a walk-up star. Of Sorry, course. I forgot about that. Of Didn't course. he play last year? No, no, I don't think he did. Nah. They got the eligibility for him and didn't use him. That's right. Um, he might have played yeah, one game. Oh, yeah, maybe one. But yeah, Lokswali, I think he's going to be incredible. He's so good, that kid. Um, yeah, I'm reneging on Ruben Garrick. I was just thinking about what he did for Manly and when he when he moved, he was good. But that's a fullback role, isn't it? Like, so, and the second one, I think, is tough because... Toto hasn't played enough footy. No. You know what? The Fox has been good all year. Well, the since Fox about... is always good. Is yeah, it? but I don't know if I'd put him up there with wing of the no. year just because Bulldogs haven't scored enough points. Melbourne haven't had two consistent wingers. Otherwise, they'd probably be... A... Nick Meaney was my first thought, but it was like... But he played half the year at 
fullback and five eight. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Oates had a half decent year. Yeah, he oh. did. But I'll come back to me second one. Right, right five eight. Oh yeah, centre, centre. I think it's Manu and Holmes walk up starts. Yeah, no questions yeah, asked. Yeah, I can't, I can't argue that. Is at it all. like Pritt good once again? No stability at Melbourne. Yeah, there's a couple of good other oh, centres Holmes out there. Holmes had a fucking outrageously good year. Yeah. and what Joey did in the second half of the year. Granted, some of it wasn't that fullback, but fucking kitty kitty jersey. Yeah. All right, your sixes. Munster. So you're just giving it to Munster? Or? That's a tough one for me. I actually think Matty Burton would have to be up there with six of the year. What he's done to help turn that club around between him and Addo Carr. What to help him win four games? When they won six last year, maybe? Yeah, maybe a couple. Three? No, maybe three or four. We only won a couple. I don't know. He's just... he's His combination with Fox did come along late in the year. They did start to build a fucking really good combination there, but... There's no way he did enough. No, nah, you're right. Year. I wouldn't put him there this oh, year. Oh, is that, yeah. See, I, I wouldn't put Luai there oh, this year. I think Dearden would be in the conversation well before Matt Burton. Yeah, 100% actually. And and still, even um, for me, Bags is in front of Bags for them. Dylan Brown, so, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I think Cameron Munster. Yeah, yeah. What he's D- Dearden's really only fired like hard the second half of the year. No, I think Dearden's... Well, he started he did, the he year on fire because he had those super coach points. And I was like, oh, let's get Dearden... Then once everyone jerry to what he's been doing, you kind of just went, come come good out of origin. Yeah, but yeah, I think Munster, still bags, and then Dearden, yeah. top three for me. What about your sevens? Now this is a tough one. I Nico, feel. I'm on Nico as well. If Nate didn't miss any football, yeah, obviously be walk up star. But yeah, Nico has missed any football, taking sharks from nowhere to somewhere, and he's just played. I just love the way he plays halfback. He doesn't play halfback like a normal halfback at all. He just floats around, does what Nico wants, and team works. seems to go with it. Yeah, he's, I'm on Nico for that as well. I just think, yeah, Nave hasn't played enough footy, and just yeah, None what, of the other halves have. Like you can't really put it on Sam Walker. He hasn't been brilliant this year. He's been good, but he hasn't been brilliant. Very very slow start. Yeah, half of the year. Same thing. Hughes has been in and out. Hasn't been revolutionary. Munster's the one that has been over there. Chatty Townsend, special mention. See, yeah, the Chatty Townsend was the only other one that I was thinking. But yeah, well, Chad, Chad, Chad Townsend's in that Dylan Edwards category for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a solid halfback, does his job every single week, but he's never going to get the accolades at the superstar. Yeah, that's why he gets yet. the special mention. But yeah, <laughs> see, he's not really X factor. He doesn't have that. Because you can throw A Ray in there too. I know he missed a lot of football too, but he's changed that Broncos team. It just shows you. What a genuine halfback can do for your team. All right. Front row of the year. Tarpany. Alongside. I'm agreeing with Tarpany. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I'm not. And then I'm probably going with Jared. See, yeah, well, I can't really go with Payne. I mean, he's been solid, but same thing. I wouldn't say standout performances. Yeah. He just he goes out every week and just smashes people, mate. He fucking see the way he stood over Cam Murray and just looked at him. <laughs> oh, pissed you fucking serious. Get <laughs> oh, I lost me. Actually, shit. you know what? I'd have to say RCG. You know, can't and and the fish as well. He's a contender as well. But. Yeah, like the fish goes out and he just does his job, but he's sort of like the Dylan Edwards of wait, hold on, that doesn't work here. Get it? 
Is it bird from Penrith? Anyway, I'm fucking hilarious. Well, big, um, big, <laughs> big, big Nelson's been effective too. He's only yeah, but he's getting yeah. better on the edge since transitioning to the edge like, for me. Payne Huss, don't. I don't feel offers enough. Yeah. Very one-dimensional. But I feel, I feel like RCG has been just pumping those legs all year. Right, all year he's been standing up and just getting out there and doing his job and doing his 60 minutes each and every week. And I think in terms of what that does for a team, like you said, like Parramatta, well, no, I was saying Parramatta's got a good full pack. You're saying Raiders going to smash him. But anyway, RCG, I think, would, would be who I'd put alongside. Yeah, and where are you at? Well, JWH is my number one front row pick in any team I choose. Yeah, I was going to say, Clem had a good year too, let's be real. JWH brings shit you can't measure in stats. Yeah, he brings aggression. Intimidation. Yeah, he's scary. Leadership. Inspiration. He's a big human too. Toughness. Yeah. (laughs) Symbiots. (laughs) Liabilities. (laughs) I'm taking it. All right, then. So am I. Let's lock or hooker. Uh, I I I think hooker is a lock for Harry Grant for all of us here. Yeah, well, I'm giving a special mention to Reese Robson, but are you giving your special mention to there, Con? So, I'd... Harry missed a lot of football this year. He did. He missed quite a bit of football this year, Harry, and he he had slow patches throughout the year as well, where he wasn't explosive at all. I'm giving my nine of the year to Appy, followed closely by Reese Robson. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, Appy's done a sensational job all year. You know what? It's his fucking good year for Appy. Normally yeah. he gets a little bit hurt somewhere. Touch what he don't for your sake. Yeah. That he, he's, some shit. He's, he's, been, he's been an X factor for us. Like what he can do to allow us to build some space out, you know, the back or the side, just that deception, just running. You know, you've watched the way he runs, just straight into the line, eyes up. He knows who he's passing to. Well, he just... It's, he draws those defenders. He it, does his job really it. well. It's just so simple. Well, he's One, young. two steps. Bring the markers, get their A defender interested, move the ball on, create space instantly, just by two steps. Instead of just all hookers, stand and deliver, stand and deliver, stand and deliver. Take those two steps, engage the marker, get A defender interested, then shovel the ball on, Give your outside men a chance. Like, he does it so beautifully. Cameron Smith was the best at it. I don't know why coaches don't say, look what he does pretty much every single play to ball. Do that shit. Well, you got to remember, he's the other side of the grand final winning hookers. They got split up the following year. Arpy and Cam McGuinness, yeah. remember? He so. started and McGuinness came off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Um... All right, oh, Isaac. So second row, second row. Uh for I, me, I'll I give perhaps missed consistent walk up stuff for me. Yeah, got to be go past him. Well, you could need give it to both for them. And then I, my second one, I think he's just been tremendous this year. Yeah. Um, you don't think that. You don't think that. Um, it's not expected now. We want someone else to, like who stood up a bit more this year, a bit of more of a standout, or are you just going to go because he was so consistent? I, I don't. I personally don't rate people on previous performances. If I mate's still doing what he did for the last three years, and it's been spectacular for the last three years, just because 
it's expected of him doesn't mean it's still not spectacular. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't mind what Sean Lane did on the other side. Yeah, absolutely, for, absolutely. For, for Para, um, so he'll probably get my special. I do, I do agree with IPAT. You can't not agree with IPAT. I think Nat Butcher should get a special mention. Yeah, he definitely very he, solid def- while he's been playing. That's well, the once, same thing. Yeah, but he, he didn't start for the first half of the year or two. That's what I mean. See Asali, what's his name? Um, Takiyaho. No, no, Tupanua, Satili Tupanua. Yeah, he started, he started the first half of the year. So and he, he his knee. He so did that's lose I mean. some that, games. That's, that's where that's why he gets a special mention because he'll never make it on Gus, points. Gus has been great too. Yeah, both Furmore as well. Madison's been good when he comes onto his edge. Liam Martin's another mention yeah. for me. Kicks. Yeah, been well, year. yeah, no, I'll, I'll, he's had a much better year in defence, which has uh, been like the defining factor for us a couple of times. His not, work in defence really helps. Not just that, when when Naif was out for them a couple of weeks, he was up. Yeah, you know, he was up a bit a bit extra than you see kicks normally up, and he was doing extras, man. And and that just shows he's turned a corner with his game too. He's not dogging it as much as years gone by. So he good mention. So who are we locking in? I, IPAP and I'm locking in IPAP and then I for myself. I think it's hard to go past that with the year Nano I's had and yeah, you're right. IPAP being Mr. Consistent. But yeah, them other guys definitely some special mentions in there. Clive Matangi too, he's had a good year. He finished short, he started a bit slow. Same thing, yeah, slow start. Um but yeah, them other guys just week in, week out demons, man. Yeah. Um then I have something special. He's gonna be Well he's so not so good, man. he's not so much the tackling beast mode one. I'm happy if he doesn't make one tackle in the game. But he's an attacking weapon like hard. Got everything. Oh Philly. Can't do it, bros. Um So lock. Lock of the year. Tough one. I I don't know if you can really go past him. I'd say yeah. Yeah, or you could even go to the other side of the coin. I didn't mind what Carrigan did for Queensland or for Brisbane. But Car- I love what Carrigan's done, but I don't think he's played enough. So another one, Cotter. He's a special mention of front row, but unfortunately just missed out a little bit too much football. Lolo's had a fantastic year. Yeah, started to play, but... Peyton's realised, how do you... Actually, hey, let's play him on the field. Oh, we might get the best out of him. Is that maybe what he did, though? He just shortened his season by conserving him a little bit and just going, you know what? I don't need, you know, 25 or up to 29 games out of here. I need 25, and four of those need to be finals. So, you know what? You can start a little bit later. I'm, I don't know. I don't know. What are you talking about? With why he sort of dicked around with Lolo a bit at the start. No, I'm talking about last year, he... Didn't know what to do with decided him. Decided playing for 45 minutes, and that's it. We're going to reduce his minutes and up his quality. The cunt gives out quality every plate. Put him on. Yeah, give him the minutes he wants, mate. Give him the minutes um, he can play. I think it was more about Tino. making the other Cowboys get up to play football. I think Tino, Tino has been a fucking standout awesome all year. year. I think he hasn't in, taken in back In such a low-placed team, he's been sometimes the only man out there. Fucking trying. He's been still giving fantastic. a buck for 80 minutes. I think he probably gets my vote for this one. I do I do like I understand Tino. Yo, obviously, he's the best lock in the game. Murray, another one. He's had an absolutely yeah. spectacular year, Cam Murray. And he, but see, the different, he's been the, the absolute difference there at Souths. Mm. He really has. Like, you know. Just what when you get he out of him, play, yeah. hey, week in, week out. He said what he can do. Alone is yeah. shit. 
Oh, he's a beast, man. You yeah. watch him, he, he's enthusiastic. He's get smart up, too, man. Get up oh. and play. I watched him throw off grown men. He knows how to play football. Bro, you see the size of his fucking tree trunk legs? Bro, he picks up dudes that are trying to physically keep him on the ground. He just picks them up. Oh, he's enormous. He's, he's enormous. Yeah, he's only yeah, pup, yeah. too. He's only young. So that's 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 a three-way toss-up for me. That's one. Yo, Murray, and... Lolo? No. No. All very different. All very different. Victor Radley. Victor Radley. Tino. 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 Sorry. Yeah. See, yeah. Radley would be one, but I don't think he's, he games. hasn't played all year. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. There's a few that haven't played enough games. That they don't even deserve special year. mentions. But yeah, all them other guys you usually just talking about fucking. It's so, hard to pick between those three. I, I can't and all them. play a different game. All play a different role in their team. Totally different. So it's hard to gauge. Who's really done the better for their squad, especially like? Well, I think, I think Tino's probably done the best for his squad. I think without Tino, Gold Coast is lucky to win a game. Yeah, well, he's been so inspirational for that team. He just throws him on his back pretty much every single week. He says, "Let's go, guys." Yeah, yeah. Coach of the year, Claw Payton, or do you give it to Fitzy? Oh, I'm on, I'm definitely not on a um, everyday coach. I tell you that. But as much. As I hate to say it, I think, I think it's got to go to Ivan. What what Penrith did this year when they had their full complement on the field and they weren't resting people and shit was one of the best seasons you'll ever see. Ever. They probably should have won, lost one, probably that second game to Parramatta, and that should have been it for the year. And, yeah, I think... He doesn't have to do much coaching, granted. But, yeah, yeah I think... Well, for me, Toddy Payton... you've been successful the year before and the year before and the year before, you still have to coach that team every year. Toddy Payton, for me, definitely gets a special mention if, if Ivan gets it. Just just because he took a team that was 100... After round one, they were 151 to one to make the eight. It wasn't even to make the grand final, I don't think. It was to make the top eight. Well, they lost to you guys. They in got beat by the dogs, right? Six four. Right, in if you classic. chuck a hunchy on that, you're cheering. You know what I mean? But who would who would balls up? Well, I I had them bottom four. Oh, for sure. Year. I had Chuck, I had Chuck struggling too. You're right. I do get to Todd Payton. Like he he is, and and you know what? At the end of last year, we all said Todd Payton's a fucking dad. Um, he does. Well, I sat halfway through last year <laughs> after his Shmozlin and Layla. I'm like, <laughs> But like Juzzy just said, him Shmozzle and Lolo's probably got the best out of these other guys, like a Cotter and a fucking... Well, it's set a standard. Yeah. It's, this is if it. you force them to play 55 minutes of football, there's 45 well, minutes not... where you can't pass <clears throat> to Lolo. So you better figure out something else to do. Not, not just that. It's, look, this is our star player, a million dollar man. If he's not immune to me fucking reducing his minutes or him... Imagine what I'm going to do to you guys if you don't do your job week in, week out. Come with the right attitude, right intensity. Turn up for your mate every single week. And you can see that they do turn up for their mates every single week. That's why four or five made the Queensland team, because that's where you turn up for your mate in a Queensland jersey. God, get out of it, you grab. They've blooded a few in, uh, in terms of their, their locals and stuff. They've got a very young team. They, they've you know, brought in an experienced halfback, but they've done very well. Massive difference, Chad Towns. And that was, Can't, that's missing piece, bro. In so many teams, that number seven. 
Can I go back nine podcasts, all right? Yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but remember you said that's oh, like New South Wales just doesn't get origin, and yeah. I was sort of stumped for an answer on the night, but. I went home and thought about that. <laughs> it's just, oh, wow. This, if, this wasn't on the agenda, hey, guys. What did you come back with, mate? What you got for me? It's just come back to me, right? So, short-term memory so, loss is a bad thing. So, so that's it. You get talk? origin nine weeks later. What is that we what you said? What is that your point? About? No. Uh, no, my point was that Queensland, when they put on the jersey, all 17 them of their men are one unit. Do you know what I mean? They're one complete... I'll even throw the coach in there. They're a fucking unit. Throw Alfie right? too. He's always out there. Yeah. <laughs> there's, even, there's a couple more, right? But they're a unit. Whereas we go out, don't get me wrong, we're a great team on paper, but it's individually great. Do you know what I mean? Like you catch him adrift on what it is like. I understand. We well, stand back and wait him for him to do something. Luck. Him to do something or him to do something, whereas Queensland as a team will do something as a team. And we don't. Not that we don't get fucking origin. We have too much. <laughs> we have too much at our disposal sometimes, I think. So we just salt bay the love at the guy who's meant to be the best. Well, last year's a pretty good example, I think, of what you're alluding to here. <laughs> where Turbo's turned up, did spectacularly shit. Or Troll turned up, did spectacularly shit. And he's won convincingly. convincingly. Yeah. No Troll this year. No Turbo this year. Apart from Teddy, Jack White and play good. In there game, wasn't mate. really much, but there wasn't really much X factor there. Yeah, <laughs> without the Fox there, with his speed and creativeness, and Trell gone, Turbo gone, like he was very one-dimensional. I felt, and that's where he suffered. And I, I still don't think you get Origin because, like you said, you're playing individually. At Origin, you can't play individually, man. You have to play as a team. So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, the game. that's the difference in the, in the thing. But that's why you don't get it. But we do get it. I just don't think that they know how to. I think they all just want to be that guy sometimes. At least one point in the game, someone has a bit of like, blood well, rush well, and goes, I'm doing it, <laughs> and it's Queen, not the right We move. do that too. Queensland, they, we do have our moments of brilliance, like KP going through the line. Harry Grant scoring that try. Munster. Whenever but, he gets on there. But, yeah, most of the time we're team one direction. We're heading this way and this is how we're doing it. And we'll play to 80 minutes and we'll never give up on each other. Yeah, that just that while that dawned on me, I thought I better just... That good fucking just uh, origin. Well, that was just that, that for me is the difference and I... You sort of agreed straight away, and have you noticed that since your time of watching football? Like, I know Origin's fucking dead and buried. We're talking finals, but you seen you've seen it. You've seen it yourself. Like they they yeah, I mean, I don't they know. play a different style. Yeah, definitely, it's two different styles of footy. See, I would allude to the Regan Campbell Gillard being phased out this year, but that'd just be hypocritical of me when Chess got phased out for years and years and years with. It. They're fantastic forward there. Alrighty. Don't you? Alright, we'll, we'll talk to Louis through the week. We'll let you know if we're going next week or not. And um, happy finals. Peace, guys. To those involved.
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.